Hey friends, you're listening to Go Home Baba, You're Drunk, an irreverent media podcast. First Corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth, and this podcast is just that. Here at the Speaking in Church podcast, we talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church. It's a podcast about change, it's a podcast about seeking moral high ground, and it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcast, and if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know. Everybody, welcome to Go Home Bible. You're drunk. The podcast that the Holy Spirit impregnated your mom with involuntarily. I'm Tori, and I'm a guest resident, part time atheist, ex Christian potions. Prof- I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, I'm on the <laughs> internet, and I'm not supposed to be an atheist, so I like using that word. I also have a co-host. Yes, uh, my name is Justin. I am also a, a- Part-time atheist, most of the time agnostic, former pastor, occasional Christian. I think I'm a Christian definitely during Pride Month. That's my favorite time to be a Christian because I have all my queer Christian friends like doing amazing theology. I'll be down for that. The rest of it, probably not. So, and and now and now we just we read the Bible. We used to read the Bible devotionally. Now we read it cathartically. And it's just a lot better this way. We also have, we have a guest host with us today. Uh, one that we are very excited about and one that is a long time, long, long time listener, first time co-host, probably not last time co-host. So we have Scott Okamoto with us. Uh, Scott, um, yeah, introduce yourself, tell the folks a little bit about yourself, where they can find you. And then, uh, then we'll get on with the show. Wow. It's amazing to be here. This is, this is my Graceland. This is... <laughs> This is my, I, I like a lot of podcasts, but I love this one. So if I break Aww, down in tears, just, just go on without me. I just, this is, okay. He's like, leave me behind. I may have a moment <clears throat> in between the dick jokes. I'm, I may have a moment. Okay. Um, oh, so I'm slowly. an Asian American apostate and I, I don't know if I'm an atheist or a, a agnostic or anarchist or, or any of the other A words. One of the A um, words, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm some uh, kind of A word. Yeah, kind of an asshole. So it's uh, <laughs> we'll go with that. I, I I also host a podcast called Chapel Probation, which y'all have been on. Mm-hmm. Yes, a, a couple times. And I am an author of a book called Asian American Apostate, and it's um, kind of my story of losing all faith while I was teaching at an evangelical school. You know, one of those stories. Mm. And it's it's a good one, folks. You should check mm-hmm. it out. So, yeah, thanks so much, Scott, for being on the show. So we're going to do a little This Week in Evangelicalism, which is, I mean, this will come out next week. So it's really, the, you know, it is, we're as we're recording it, it's This Week in Evangelicalism. But one of the evangelical holidays, um, outrage holidays, has has come and gone, which is outrage over the Super Bowl. That holiday is a, it's just an annual thing. Normally, it's the halftime show. And I will say this particular halftime show gave them a lot to be outraged about. There was a shirtless usher. There were people of color enjoying themselves in public. No. Um, You know, like lots of things for white evangelicals to be upset about. But that honestly, I haven't seen a single tweet about, frankly. It's all been outrage over the very straight romance uh between taylor swift and travis kelsey and so i just wanted to kind of open open the floor uh to see why do you think they're so upset about this um again very straight coded very like i mean if you were to if you were to like if i was to put in an ai generator like fantasy 
evangelical couple. It would probably be a blonde woman and a bearded football player and that look relatively like Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Like they're living into their biblical gender roles. Yes, very much so. So why do you think that people, particularly conservative, conservative Christian men, definitely just hate this so much? I mean, pastors have like really been on a tear about her lately, which Mm -hmm. I think that part of that is like an attempt to stay relevant, you know, by like, I think part of it is she's actually, she's a woman with power in this country, like, which is pretty rare and also their favorite fucking target, you know? And, you know, she's not, she's not conservative. Like she's spoken out against conservative politicians in, in Tennessee, which I guess she lives there sometimes. I don't, I don't, I I assume she votes there, but I don't fucking know, you know? So she, I don't feel like she's like super, super political, but she has like come out with some like political stances for sure. And they've not been, you know, in alignment at all with like the aspirational nuclear traditional family, which I think makes them really upset. I think if she just didn't comment on that, they might be more okay with her. But I think that they, because, and and Justin, you and I have talked about this so many times, but they want cultural power and the fact that they don't, they think they have a right to cultural power and the fact that they don't have it makes Mm. them so angry. Like it's like, it's very odd, you know, because they can have all of the political power, right? But they want like the cultural piece as well. Like they're not happy having the white house and congress and the senate like that is not enough for them and like this they is what they want you have to like them too yes like, exactly yeah. you have to think their jokes are funny right mm-hmm. um and yeah so that's what i have been thinking about lately i mean i don't know she's just she's getting a lot of attention and so i think that that makes like mediocre white pastors like, like i said big mad and I think that they think that a woman having power has to somehow be connected to like the devil or Satanism or something. It's like, it's like yeah. how Haiti only won the revolution because they made a compact with Satan, right? It's like Taylor mm-hmm. Swift could have only become this powerful because she like made a deal with the devil. She sold her soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those are my general thoughts on all of this. There's a lot of, there's a lot more layers there, but that's like, Definitely the energy I'm getting from that side of the internet. Yeah, and it's interesting how Trump, I guess he tweeted or something that he would he saw this as like a betrayal because because look at her, she's not you're not supposed to be like woke or something, right? It, you're you're one of us is is sort of what he's trying to say because she's but then and the funny thing is the the left the far left progressives they don't want her they don't claim her you know mm-hmm. she's seen as kind of a um a left of center moderate mm-hmm. you know sort of half-assed woke person right when it's convenient for yeah her. i would say she kind of epitomizes the like white wealthy white feminist kind yeah. of you know like whose activism and this is this is i'm i'm painting a caricature here i'm not actually making a statement about yeah, taylor yeah. swift but she kind of epitomizes or or people see her as like she has a Ruth Bader Ginsburg poster and that's the extent of her activism. Like that's kind of the, the way she's painted at least by that side of the spectrum. Yeah. And it's very possible that she won the election for Biden, you know, cause if she, if she, <laughs> she was against Trump in 2020 and, and if, mm-hmm. if the Swifties are as numerous as we're led to believe, then yeah, those, those votes, those votes counted. So I'll give her credit for that. But a couple things that, mm-hmm. that I think signal to, to the, to the right badness would be that she's not married she's she's in her 30s so single attractive woman you know she's coming for your mm-hmm. husbands and and youth pastors she she has a billion dollars you know that's these are all things that you all brought up that i think just terrify and, and really goes against what they see as acceptable mm-hmm. so mm-hmm yeah. yeah, and it's it's interesting that they're like, oh, like they've they've ruined she's ruined football. <laughs> she's ruined, you know, this great and I'm like, you know, she she had too much screen time. And it's like I actually saw something. She had 54 seconds of total time on screen 
in like the three and a half, four hour long, you know, whatever. And I was actually thinking to myself, I was like, if Jordan Peterson or Elon Musk like had been in a booth and they like put the camera on them for 54 seconds, like no one zero would have comments. Noticed. Yeah. No one would have noticed. No, actually probably people would have been like, why, why, why? you know, I mean, if anything, it'd be like, why are we, why, you know, like at least like she has a, she has a connection to someone on field. She didn't just happen to roll in. You know, like there is a story there. Like you might not like the story there, but there is a newsworthy story there that like I could see why people would want to see her reaction. Also, again, since since when is like showing an athlete's partner on screen during a game weird? Like when did that start? Like I've I've seen like many quarterbacks, wives or whatever, just see, you know, on screen in the booth, they just kind of like, will pan to them in a moment. That was a big moment. Or like Serena Williams husband, like what, mm -hmm. what, what? Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing to all of a sudden we're mad at this now. And it's not even the first time, like maybe 10 or 15 years ago, Tony Romo was playing and he was for a hot minute. He was dating. Oh, what was that actress's name? That blonde woman who, I think she started from Disney. Anyway, he he was dating some big, big name celebrity, and they kept cutting to the booth to show her. And mm-hmm. kind of like Taylor Justin Swift, Simpson. she she didn't really seem to know what was going on. Like every time they cut to Taylor Swift, she looked surprised and was like like she was waiting. Someone tell me what what is happening. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't look she didn't look like she was celebrating the same way. It was just like, oh, that looked good. What what was that? And then I just felt like, oh, man, they should have coached her. Like someone should have just given her a quick primer on football. Just uh, God bless Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah, And I don't I don't know. Personally, I don't have a problem with Taylor Swift, but it's 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 just it's like it's an odd thing for them to be upset about. And yeah, like the accusations of Satanism or (laughs) demonic, whatever. And it's just it's like it's like and 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 even like the whole like the 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 NFL has gone woke because they've had end racism at an end zone and they had the black national anthem like playing like I don't actually I, I don't know. I didn't see it live because I tuned in and it was like over or maybe not on whatever I was watching. So it's not like it was the center of the whatever, you know, Post Malone saying America the Beautiful, which was nice. You know, but then they had like Reba McIntyre with like jets flying over doing the national anthem. So it's not like you didn't get that, folks. You know, like, yeah, there's something for everyone. They want it to be just for them. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of it is is anything that doesn't cater to them is harming them, is actively harming them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like. I'm not going to get into this, you guys, but, you know, both of these teams have racist fucking names. I was just so. about to say, meanwhile, there's a team called the Chiefs. On, 49ers on the is field. also like that's literally talking about the gold rush, which was a f- cover for fucking genocide, like hundreds of thousands of the indigenous people that were left in California by the time 1849 happened. Forty nine. Yeah. Slaughtered intentionally on purpose. They would send out hunting parties to go hunt Indians. Like that shit is not cool. So I thought you were going to say that that was not fair to white people. That's that's <laughs> it's really unfair. It's really unfair people. for white people to have cute names for if genocide. They were alive like, in 1849. They weren't all looking for gold. You know. Well, they Tori, I had of, nothing to do with that. <laughs> I have no responsibility. Half of them were alive. I didn't go west. My family stayed east. <laughs> it's cool. So it, it's fine over there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, my family actually did did go west. Yeah. So I'm just like, it's so strange that, but they do. They feel like they are being harmed if things are not actively catered to them, right? So Mm -hmm. if they're not being represented, that is an attack. If they aren't representing the rest of us, well, that's just it. That doesn't matter. Like you can just see yourself in a white person. Like that's fine. Like have white role models and and you know, white politicians and white people to look up to. You should be looking up to white people anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we do. Yeah. Well, we don't have a choice. We're coded to do that. And I've seen that too. Like with, there's been a lot of discourse because the, the new Deadpool movie, like the trailer was during the Super Bowl, 
And there are people that are like, oh, this is just so much better than She-Hulk. I don't know if you saw She-Hulk or whatever, but She-Hulk and, and Deadpool are similar characters in that they're like openly sexual characters and they also break the fourth wall and talk to the screen or whatever. So it's just been an interest. And, and you know, like I will, I'll be the first to admit She-Hulk, the show was a little bit all over the place, but I didn't think it was bad. I enjoyed it. I was hoping there'd be more of it. I I liked that there was a you know, female superhero that was like just a, a normal woman, like living her life. And so, but some of the villains in She-Hulk were incels, you know, that were stalking her, you know? So it was like, like it was a little on the nose, too on the nose, I guess. And mm. like, there's just this like you, you know, Disney's what it's like, this is a show on a, like it's not even like the main Marvel universe. It's not in theaters, you know, right. or the same thing with Miss um, Marvel, which was, you know, about a, um, I think she's, Pe- it was a Pakistani um, immigrant family. And it's like, yeah, if anything is created, it doesn't matter what it is. That's not specifically for like white incel dudes. It's, it's woke nonsense, terrible, tearing it down, like the death of Western civilization. It's like, you, you're not the only audience in the world. Like my, I watched uh, Ms. Marvel, not Ms. Marvel. Yeah, it was Ms. Marvel. Anyway, the with my daughter and she loved it. And mm. and we, we actually were able to have a discussion about the British and Pakistan and mm. India, like, and that history. Cause it kind of talks a little yeah. bit about that. You know, it's, it's not like a main part of the show, but it's, it's part of the lore of the comic book. It's like, I had these great discussions with my kid. And so like, I I'm loving this. And then I'm seeing online, like, People, women of color are on my TV and I don't know what to do about it. Like, it's like, just the, turn the channel. Maybe it's just not for you. And that's okay. Like, things can be not for you. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. Brad, the other day, I feel like maybe we're getting a little bit away from from Taylor Swift here, but, but Brad okay. Onishi okay. Yeah. Uh, posted a uh, part of his, part of his doc that he did for, um, I can't remember. It's a humanist group. And I think Michigan talking about Christian nationalism and like his definition of Christian nationalism. And it was, it was really good. And, and the Christian nationalists found him and they're like, well, what's wrong with thinking that Christians should be at the top? Like sincerely confused. Yeah. But, like, yeah um, we know this. We've been saying it. I know. Uh, but I, you know, I think that it's like whiteness functions the same way. It's like, if you feel like Christians should be privileged, you're a Christian nationalist. Like that's the definition that Brad gave. And it's like, same for white people. If you feel like white people should be privileged or centered or like be able to like take the lead, take center stage as a default, you know, you're a white nationalist. <laughs> it's, it's not, as you it's say not this, complicated. I'm looking at the screen and Justin is in between two BIPOC people. So we've sort of centered him or Riverside no, has have. chosen to center him. Yeah. So. <laughs> Point I'm, I am just, just to be clear, you are in the center, Scott, oh, on really? my screen. <laughs> oh, I have centered you. So. Oh man. Oh yeah. So if I think. If you're centering me, that's, that's on you. That's my computer. That's your problem. Yeah. It's, a, it's a colonized uh, computer. It's a... well, most of them are. I think, sure. yeah, I think that going back to, to Taylor Swift, I think that, the fact that she's not explicitly on their team makes them even more upset, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and Kelsey did those those vaccination commercials. So, that's another mm-hmm. strike. Woke mind virus. Yeah. Yeah, like that that was a funny thing too cuz there he had that kind of angry moment with his coach and I don't know, I mean there's things you can talk about there, but I <sighs> It was a little alarming, but it's also like I, I've also been in sports enough like that it's alarming, but it's it's also not like there were people, anti-vax people that were like, yeah, there's anger issues. That's because of the, the uh, vaccine. Oh, right. A white like, man has like, never had anger issues. A yes. football player yeah. COVID. With, yeah. with some rage issues. Um, what? Um, yeah. Like, the, the, no, that's the concussion, sweetie. Like, <laughs> yeah. You don't get to be a star tight end without getting a few head injuries. Um, Uh, So yeah, that's a good that's a good point. My sister sent me a meme yesterday, and I was like, it was about it was about the Super Bowl, and I was just like, I'm so completely confused. It was like it had the 49ers. It had a picture of like 49ers quarterback, and then 
Jesus photoshopped in and it said Team Jesus and then versus and then it had Taylor and Travis. It said Team Soros. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys are I so fucking anti-Semitic. Also, I don't actually know what this means. Like, what are you trying to communicate? It's like the levels of like derp that you have to go down <laughs> to be able to understand what this is, what they're trying to communicate with this. Like, I, I sincerely looked at it. I was like, I don't, what is happening? What? Like, none of these things are connected, right? And Which is somehow just more made, evidence that they're all connected. Somehow they made San Francisco, like, seen as probably the most liberal city in America, as yes. some kind that of conservative darling. Thing. Like, wow, that's, that's impressive. Jesus is in San Francisco. I, and again, like, you can, I'm going to put aside any criticism of joe biden for a second i personally i laughed out loud when the when the the official president biden account tweeted that photo of him with like the red glowing eyes like it happened as it was planned or something what was it It was like dark biden or whatever he does yeah Yeah. Yeah. like Like, yeah no it's like just like yeah it's like just like we planned or something and like tagged yeah just like we planned it because I laughed yeah, too. But, but you know there are yeah, people who are like, oh shit, see? I told you. <laughs> I, that's I told the thing you is it's like playing. they don't get it. You like you mock them to their yeah. faces and they think that you are He's affirming what it. they believe. He's admitting. Look, can't it's the evidence is day, clear. Okay? He there's a picture of him with red eyes. Yeah. He is a demon seed <sighs> and he is controlling the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like I've been saying and, and it. The I've weather. been saying it forever. I've been I've been saying it. And look, he's just now now it's just brazen. Now do you just believe out me? in the open. You know? Or the people that are like, you know, oh, I can't believe that was on the Super Bowl. Like children, you know, children are watching. Like the Super Bowl goes to 10 p.m. Like <laughs> I mean, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. Well not on the West Coast. Not so. on the West Coast. But it oh, yeah, it's West it's West not also. a yeah. A lot of kids saw Janet Jackson's uh pasty. Yeah. Well, but like it's not nowhere, nowhere, nowhere is it advertised that the Super Bowl is this family friendly event like you. And this is actually this is actually interesting. Uh, you know, like I, I say this and then now that I think about it, it is an interesting commentary on evangelicalism. Like mm. they just they put family friendly on it mm-hmm. and then expect it to act that way. Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't, they're just like shocked, even though it's like no one ever said the Super Bowl was family friendly. No one said the Super Bowl cared about your conservative politics. Like, you know, no one like we like the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift thing. Of course, they're going to show her like she's she's a like literally the largest female pop star in the world right now. Like mm-hmm. and it get it got the ratings. We're going to it was like the most watched yeah, thing got, I've ever been on TV in the history of and everything. my my seven year old daughter. It's like, um, what team is Travis Kelsey on? And I was like, the Chiefs. She's like, okay, I want the Chiefs to win. Like, yeah. and she was engaged with the probably the first time in her life she was engaged and interested in the Super Bowl. Like, like that's that's not nothing. And the, I mean, I'm sorry, the NFL would be dumb to be like, oh, the people that are boycotting Bud Light are not going to watch if we feature taylor swift like you know who cares sorry like, yeah I'm, i don't know they all watched it i do think it's really funny because like f- football structurally is an extremely violent sport so to pass it off as like family friendly yeah. entertainment is mm-hmm. wild you know but i think that it's because you know we're okay we're okay with violence we're not okay with like sexuality uh or just loving people who aren't like you we're also not okay with that that's true <laughs> So yeah, I I don't I don't know. It's like you can't you can't win. It's like Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job, bro. Like clearly the woke mind virus is at work here. Yeah. Ooh, and what team did he play in the, for? In the NFL. Oh yeah, what team did he play for? Hmm, I'll have to think about that. The the God's chosen team. God's chosen he was, team. Yeah. He was on God's that, team. That tracks now. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just it's it's interesting to see their logic like turn in on itself and become some weird like snake eating its own tail. I don't know. <sighs> so we'll take a little capitalism break and then uh, we're going to talk about our, I would say that the most interesting sex scenes in the Bible. So not my favorite, but definitely interesting. Maybe not a your few. Favorite. Noteworthy. 
the most noteworthy sex scenes in the Bible. There you go. So stick around and uh, yeah, we'll see you in a bit. First Corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth and this podcast is just that. Here at the Speaking in Church podcast, we talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church. It's a podcast about change. It's a podcast about seeking moral high ground. And it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcast, And if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know. Thanks for taking that capitalism break with us, folks. <laughs> We're having a good time. Uh, but just uh, before we get on, just wanted to um, draw attention to our Patreon. Uh, if you're like, hey, I don't really love ads or, hey, I would love to contribute to this show directly. Or, oh, I really would like to join a Discord where we would talk about the Go Home Bobby or Drunk. Um, if any of those things apply to you, uh, go to patreon.com slash go home Bible. And that will direct you to all the things. And you can you can even get a life verse if that's mm. what you are into. And you should be into it because it'll be yours forever until you don't want it. So we do have a new uh, patron uh, this week. So just want to say thanks so much to Mandy J. They are a deacon in the Second Church of the Drunken Bible. So thank Yay. you so much uh, for your contribution. Really appreciate it. And yeah. Also, actually, never mind. I, as of this recording, we have not yet gone to content warning. But when this episode is out, we will have gone to content warning. And it was amazing. It's a, a lovely. It, 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 <laughs> it was. was. So good. It, it was such a good event. If you would like to go to content warning in the future, maybe sometime this time next year, you know, stick around and uh, keep checking out contentwarningevent.com and we will probably have those details up at some point. So, um, but yeah, it was an amazing event. We are glad you were probably there. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I, I'm not, I don't think we're going to do a conundrum necessarily. Because I feel like most of the conundrums involving sex scenes in the Bible would be deeply problematic. So if you um, could be a third we'll just... in any sex scene in the Bible, <laughs> which one would you pick? Obviously, you guys I mean, all know mine. Any angel fucking is. I, I suppose. Yes, that would be. <laughs> I yeah, want to be like, I want to be the third. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, there um, aren't that many maybe... great ones. Whatever Jezebel got up to, I'm sure I'd probably be in mm, on that. Maybe. Jezebel shenanigans, yeah. Jezebel shenanigans, um, especially after Ahab was after Ahab died. I bet she got up to some shenanigans. Um, <laughs> it's nice but, to think about. It, it's, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's been a subject of fan fiction. Oh yeah, I bet there's some really good fanfic Jezebel fanfic. I should look that up. Mm -hmm. Wow. I suppose it would like to be, it would be, um, it would be an interesting historical, not fact, but it would just be interesting historical research to mm -hmm. find out just how godless Jezebel was. Mm, yeah. Give me all I the deets. Like, yeah. I want all the deets. I so. need the cold goss. <laughs> 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 so I don't, I don't know, like, so maybe just as a drinking game, if you're like, wow, if you just ever find yourself thinking, Wow, um, the Bible was presented to me as this like manual for sex, and it is not. Well, certain if that kinds, revelation hits you. Certain kinds of go sex, ahead and take a drink. Um, mm -hmm. I, I will say there is for an ancient book uh, that allegedly clearly presents the narrative that marriage is between one man and one woman for life. Um, the Bible has an awful lot of interesting sexual arrangements <laughs> for a book that allegedly I don't I actually I don't even know that there is a one man one woman for life in the bible but so we're going to get to it and, and we're going to let Scott go first I don't know if we want to do maybe popcorn I don't know if Scott just oh has a boy. bunch Who oh boy oh boy this well, is I, um, I, I want to hear yours too, so um yeah so but Scott, you go first. What I see, and again, I can't really use the word favorite because I feel like if we put favorite on any of these, they're all my favorite. Okay, they're just, they're, <laughs> just <laughs> like we'd be canceled. Like the, the one I wrote down was Mary and Jesus. I meant Mary and God. 
<laughs> but for some reason, I wrote down uh, Mary. Well, there's Jesus. so much incest; it's easy to confuse it. That's fair because Jesus is God, right? So, oh yes. man, yeah, so, Mary was the first oh, branch in that family tree that for a, a long that was a time. Yikes! <laughs> it was a force. That was yeah. The Trinity just added another member for a hot minute. Yeah. yeah, and like considering it was a Christian man, it was definitely less than a minute. So, um, <laughs> oh, love it. Okay, but before that's I why start... she didn't know. She was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> oh yeah, she couldn't tell. Like, Is Something it in? happened. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been given a gift. What gift? Yeah. I'm still waiting. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, Scott, please take the mic away from me. <laughs> no, no, no. You no. keep that mic. <laughs> So as I did all this this research, mm-hmm. I stumbled I, I stumbled upon um, Matthew nineteen twelve, which is like the opposite of sex. When Jesus encouraged people to be eunuchs for the kingdom, and then oh, yeah. of course I kept clicking another like, what the hell does that mean? And apparently, in the early church, there were dudes who took that literally and castrated themselves because Jesus said. The, so it's yeah. like. It's mm-hmm. kind of a sex negative take from Jesus. If mm-hmm. I recall yeah, I think, correctly, I think famously, Origen castrated himself. Right. Yeah, and there yeah. was that was like a problem in the early church, kind of until Constantine, from what I understand. Like a pro, I don't know. It, it probably wasn't a problem to be honest. <laughs> Fewer dicks well, kept in the, the world. Population it's probably better control. for probably better for everybody. No, but that was that was the thing uh, that they actually, if I recall correctly, they talked about like one of the councils of Nicaea. They were like, if you have castrated yourself, you cannot be a pastor in the Church mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, we need full cock and balls, or or else no go. That's because <laughs> they had to have been like, but what? Jesus said, I just also Jesus yeah. didn't have any. What have you done? You know, yeah. I, I castrated myself for this job and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah. you're way more committed than like anybody else, right? Anyway, I thought I would start with um, the the story about the two adulterous sisters in Ezekiel Ezekiel twenty three, and I know y'all have talked about it because it has the famous ver- verse about the uh, the donkey penises or something. But uh, weren't yes. the two sisters just like supposed to represent Israel and Judah? Yeah, exactly. But I feel yeah. like so. Those whores. There are several things that, to to remark on about the story. Okay. As I reread it, the whole thing for the first time in like twenty five years. Is that he keeps the writer of this keeps referring to them as these whores, these prostitutes, but then keeps call, calling their breasts virgin breasts, and like how isn't that you only get like the bottom the half? Yeah, <laughs> you only. But if they it's got to keep... be below the waist. <laughs> But if they keep oh, roping limits. them, aren't they not virgin breasts? If this mm-hmm. is like a repeat offense that they keep allowing the, these <laughs> handsome young men to fondle and grope. Um, yeah, like I, I, yeah, it's it's a very I, and I guess virgin breasts meaning like they haven't had kids. I don't, I, I don't but know. They're they just, it just, that just means they're perky. And they gave them away. No? Okay. Or, yeah. Oh. Um, so that was probably smart if they were just. Too yeah. busy horn it up to be mothers. Or virgin doesn't mean what they thought it meant. Um, I mean, the, also virginity is a social construct, so it probably doesn't have yeah. like a it doesn't have like a biological meaning no. at all. But they didn't know biology back then, so it's just no a, that hadn't been invented yet. Biblical <laughs> concept. <laughs> biblical yeah, it was just biology. Kind of an honor system. Yeah, it was an honor system. Mind. Oh yeah, my breasts haven't been touched. They're virgin <laughs> yeah, breasts. Yeah. Oh, I took a shower, so wiped the slate mm-hmm. clean. Yeah. Well, I also fresh. I will say too there were there were a couple different words that were translated into English as virgin, one meaning simply young woman. So it could just be like young breasts. Um I don't I'm not oh, yeah. I'm not going to take the time to go into the Hebrew, but it could like and there is there's a word for like woman that hasn't had sex and there's a word for young woman and they were used somewhat interchangeably, but they're typically translated as virgin. This is why the whole virgin shall be with child right. is a little bit dubious right. because the mm-hmm. the whole like prophecy about Jesus and the virgin birth, they didn't use the Hebrew. They have a lovely word for virgin. And that was not the one that was used. It was right. the word mm-hmm. for young woman. Yeah. Um, so. But that doesn't fit with their agenda. And God's up there saying, no, Mary, I, I, I came into the, uh, I remember it. So. Mm hmm. 
She's no virgin. I, I remember. <laughs> I don't. I was virgin. Trust me. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this passage like reminded. It, it felt like there's this person writing this, just trying to make this like bold statement about these peoples as an allegory, right? But then just starts getting kind of like really turned on by his own words, and it's like the tone mm-hmm. shifts in that famous verse. There she lusted after her lovers, whose genitals were are like those of donkeys and whose emission was like that of horses. Someone's enjoying this writing prompt you a little too You seem to know a lot um, of things. And, then, and again, so you longed for the, yeah, the, you longed for the lewdness of your youth when in Egypt your bosom was caressed and your young breasts fondled. So there they use the word young instead of virgin. So mm-hmm. uh, to, to your point, Justin, it's. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's, this is like, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, like right? kind of fan fiction imagery, you Horse know, cock? like yeah, someone's getting way too what? into this metaphor. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what's on who that escalated <laughs> really quickly from just being a whore or a prostitute to thinking about horse uh, emissions. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's something a plus for creativity. And it's like. Yeah, and it's 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 an odd like it's an odd insult to to throw around. Like, is it an insult? I guess so. Well, yeah, like you were thinking about all those big dicks you had in Egypt. <laughs> like, um, yeah. okay, because those because those guys in Egypt are probably like hell. Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks for noticing. What's that say about you? Yeah. I don't know about horses, but you know maybe a uh, a. Uh, uh, a, a large, what's another animal? Um, a, lar- a, a camel, an elephant. It was like an, Name lion? an animal sparrow. Where are, we, where are we going with this? <laughs> I started the sentence and abort, then I'm like, no, abort. I don't want to think about animals having <laughs> ejaculations. Yeah, uh, back out, back out. I could clearly not write for the Old Testament. It's just, uh, mm. yeah, yeah. They only had about four or five <laughs> animals. They just kept going back to, yeah, um, for everything. <laughs> Like even yeah, we'll talk about Song of Solomon, but it's just Ooh, kinda yeah. like breasts like fawns, huh? So uh, okay. Or ripe All right. ripe fruit. That makes a little more sense. See, ripe fruit makes that makes sense. Yeah. Like I was actually we'll, we'll we'll get to that one in a minute. But like I'm just like those some make sense, but then other ones I'm like, no, I'm not seeing it. Nope. Not <laughs> you you're just not you're not using your imagination. Yeah, come on. Justin. It's um Open your mind. I mean, sheep man. teeth. I mean, I know I haven't. Flock I haven't seen every breast. I have, you know, so th- I haven't seen every one. But of the ones I've seen, none of them had four. You've never legs. seen a cow. So, like, I like. Well, well like four. Well, <laughs> uh, the udders, like, really? No, sorry. I'm just no. Like, you need to get out yeah, more. Justin. I mean, I'm just saying. You just. Uh... Well, I mean, like, I'm talking about like the breast itself having four legs. Like when you're like oh, your yeah. breasts are like two fawns. Like I'm imagining these like they're like running what up are we her supposed body. To be I don't know. I don't know. Here. Sorry, it's we just don't not know. exactly. Like mm-hmm. maybe in my brain is too literal. Yeah, this is like an ADHD though. neurodivergent <laughs> thing. Like I'm like nope. Sorry, just the metaphors lost on me. Like you could nice have just tits. said nice. Nice tits, and I that I that I can that I can that's wrap my too. head around. So I don't know. I think I'd rather have the details. I think, think fawns nice. are nice. So if that's four legs for you, then you know, apparently fawns. No judgment. Apparently, Song of Solomon. It's it's I fawns. Mean, fawns are cute and and soft. They're adorable. Mm-hmm. They're bony I mean, too, though. Cute. They're very bony. Cute, soft, adorable. So this again right, makes yeah. no. Okay. I think that they. they I bet you anything that this was like some sort of a typo that someone like pushed in there because they didn't want you thinking about nice tits. They wanted you thinking about the Lord. And so they're like, mm. your breasts are like a sprig of pomegranate. No. Mm. Ooh, no. Two on the nose. Yeah. No. Pair of uh, turtles. Turtles. Fawns doves. running up a mountain. Fawns. Yep. It's fawns. <laughs> That's the one. What we is the least breast-like creature we can imagine? Like a porcupine. Yeah. Um, like partridge and a pear tree. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should well, write for the Old Testament. Maybe Perhaps. we should. <laughs> oh my God. 
All right. Uh, yeah. Back to um, anything else about donkey emissions. I think I think we've said everything that needed to be said. All right. <laughs> Just it, again, like I think Tori and I have talked about, like our our brains maybe again are too literal. Like I just I go to these like mechanical questions, like how many of these emissions did you observe for you to be like that's what it is, that's what they're thinking about. Yeah. Like I just what a like, standard of measure. Like what is like I just I don't I don't personally want to think about it. Probably the listeners don't want to think about it. But I think like. I don't know. I don't just maybe I didn't grow well, up. They didn't have donkeys. fire hoses yet, mm, so, so they couldn't at, do yeah. that. Yep, they couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. They probably hadn't seen a volcano. Fair, so you know, all, when you... all of the imagery that we might put into it, that all they could come up with was was was, was horse jizz. So, yeah. Okay. All the more reason to travel, kids. Like. <laughs> your writing will get better if you travel a bit. Ah, uh, yes, yes. And, and not okay. live like 2,500 years ago. Also Fair. that. Tori, do you have a, a favorite or a interesting sexual scene in the Bible? Well, I mean, like I said, I'm always here for the angel fucking. So True. those are those are my faves. I've been on record the entire mm-hmm. history of this podcast. Since, since day <laughs> one. Fro- but you posted a picture today about what the angels actually look like as described. I, I did. Yes. And um, wait, like the revelations? To oh, the Ezekiel revelation angels? Yeah, it was one of those yeah. like AI things where it's like, what do we think angels look like? And like what they're described as looking at. It's just like floating winged eye monsters like yeah. in the sky. Yeah, that was that was like psilocybin. Um, with yeah, with, a, with a penis though, because the Bible is very clear that the giants <laughs> came from. Yeah. Angel fucking angels. Yes. No, but something that was interesting that I learned this week that was very fascinating about about sex in the Bible that I didn't know it was two two things actually. But there is kind of no point in biblical history where where sex was consensual. Sex was an act that someone did to a passive agent. So that was really fascinating because I was like, oh, okay, so these people are getting all of their sexual ethic from. We don't even know that rape is not supposed to be a thing. Like, that's why the Bible doesn't say don't rape, because, like, rape wasn't real, right? Sex was just mm-hmm. a thing that happened to someone. So, yeah, that was really, really interesting. I was like, oh, this changes my perspective a lot, actually. Yeah, but, I suppose Song of Songs is the only, like, vaguely consensual. Right, but even even in that, even yeah. in that context, like, even if the person wanted to participate... <laughs> If the other person, the person without a mm-hmm. dick, wanted to participate, which yeah, that hopefully most of the time that's how it was, but sex was still thought of as something that was being done to someone. Done to someone, yeah, yeah. And that actually is interesting because that's in the ancient world. That is why homosexuality was wrong. Mm-hmm. It was not because it was two men. It was because like. Men are not to be acted upon. They are right. to act. You're not supposed to be the passive agent. Yeah. And like, I guess the Catholic Church for a while had this thing about how like men weren't supposed to be on the bottom, even when they were yeah. fucking their wives, because yeah. the Lord does not like this position, you guys. And he is mm-hmm. watching. So. Well, that's actually the part of the folklore of Adam and Lilith, who was, again, according to Jewish mysticism, she was the first woman created, like, and she was created from the earth like Adam. Mm -hmm. And she was a bit unruly. And like, she wanted to have sex on top. And Adam was like, I don't don't like this. And so like, then Eve was created out of Adam's side, Mm -hmm. you know, to be passive and submissive and to be his little Mm -hmm. helpmate. Yeah, I totally spaced that. That's so true. I'm I'm more into Lilith personally, but you know, to each their own, I suppose. No, maybe not to each their own. In that, case. Was, yeah, just consensually. Te- technical point. Yeah, you can be on the bottom end and not be passive. <laughs> you know, Power bottom. True. Yeah. Like, so that is a thing. Uh, it is. So obviously, my top one is 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 Genesis six mm-hmm. for the Nephilim on the earth. Just having a good old time making babies, apparently. Uh, we were discussing before we started recording, we're not quite sure how those babies got out, but they got in. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, good times. I- I'm hoping they were just normal sized babies that grew into giants. <laughs> so I'm, like- um, I'm keeping my IUD, 
if I'm having angel sex, just so we're all clear. (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah. Don't want to deal with it. Don't want to have a C-section. None of that shit. Thanks. I'm good. No. That would be like an O section. That would be a, <laughs> an O section. Um, oh God! Sorry, that's a terrible image. Uh, strike that from the, from the. Yeah. Well, I mean, a C section isn't a C. It's for it's for Caesar. It's a cesarean, right? Mm-hmm. But yes. it's it's just a straight line. It's not actually curved. Cool, Justin. Is it your turn? So many places I could go that I'm choosing not to. Um, <laughs> like I don't I don't know that I have. This isn't. This is maybe a favorite, and we we've talked about this before. But the whole the whole Jacob thing, where mm-hmm. like he works for again seven years uh, allegedly, and and honestly, I think it's interesting too that a lot of a lot of the interesting weird sex things in the Bible happen in the Book of Genesis. Like we're just figuring out what this is, guys. <laughs> This mm-hmm. is early on in the story. So he has he goes for seven years working. I'm I mean, uh, the Bible assumes he hasn't had any sex whatsoever in these seven years. Doubtful. And then like they do this whole switcheroo and he's supposed to get Rachel. And then like, oh, I guess the tent was dark. I, I mean, they didn't have electricity back then. So fair. But also like it would have been like pitch black. I would. I don't know. I mean, you would say hello. <laughs> There would be, you know, like something like acknowledge. I I mean, and again, like, have you not kissed before? Like, I mean, I like, yeah. Did they do that back then? I don't know. Who knows? Did they do mouth kissing? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Perhaps not. It doesn't say. So, like, it's okay. Like, and so, yeah. Oh, oh, actually, no, I fucked the wrong person. And then work for seven more years. And, and maybe and maybe someone else. And potentially someone else. Because again, like the handmaid, um, Zilha, Bilha. The father was, just sort of was, threw her in there as like a bonus. Like, yeah. Like, I mean. While you're and, at it. And, and Jacob had like children with two different handmaids, concubines, whatever. It was. Uh, yeah. Bilha was. Uh, no. Zilpa was Leah's servant who he had two children with, as well as one, two, three, four, five, seven children with Leah. Mm, he had two kids Leah. with Rachel's servant because he couldn't have kids with Rachel. And then suddenly he could have kids with Rachel. And so he had two more uh, with her. So she was barren until so she wasn't. Again, like one man, four women. And again, possibly at least a combination of them at the same time, according to the Bible. No, Justin, one at a time. I'm just, no, I'm just saying. Privacy I'm, was abundant back then. Yeah. Oh yeah. They had so much privacy. <laughs> Tell that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Again, not a favorite sex scene, but a, a interesting one. So yeah, it just, it's an odd, weird, it's a weird story where it's like, it's like, first off your payment is these women and okay no thanks but also like and then the and again like it's these it's you know allegedly it's the women in the story that are volunteering up their handmaids like as offerings to their husbands for more kids can't consent for someone else sorry bro exactly you can't like i mean the the handmaids is a nice way of saying slave like let's just yeah yeah i mean yeah they probably did not have the right to terminate employment Mm. yeah and and in the Bible, honestly, wife is a is a nice word for slave too. But um, I just found out something about that too. The word wife isn't in the Bible. Oh, it's not. Talk. They say man and woman. That is all. There is no husband. There is no wife. Interesting. Yeah, super cool. Love that. For husband. Me. No, they do not use the word husband or wife. It says it's the same word when where they put in like husbands something whatever your wives like it's 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 men i don't know take care of defer to whatever that yeah. stupid yeah, men shit Paul love was your saying. Wi- men, men love your but, women yeah but it was like men love your women right exactly mm-hmm. and women i don't know whatever honor and respect that was some evangelical fascist who made that up right your man <laughs> so i hated that book love and respect or whatever yeah it's like, so bad so like, so bad I, I would like both please thank you um <laughs> no you only want just, one yeah oh yeah that's you right you are I a man want... you do not have feels 
Yeah, I don't have feels. I only want respect. I mean, to the point where, like, I tried to remove the word respect from my vocabulary, like, in, in, like, requesting what I want, because it was just, like, I don't want, like, I don't want to even conjure that book into, Mm -hmm. like, into the chat. Like, (laughs) no. (laughs) I would like to be heard. Like Super, super exciting. But, yeah, it's, like, whatever, so-and-so, whoever's wife it was, it was, like, she became his woman. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say wife. I think that is amazing. My favorite piece of Bible trivia this week. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good one. All right. So, uh, Scott, do you have another one for us? Another delightful? Sure. There's, there's just like a greatest hits list. We could do Onan. Oh, we could do. Um, okay. The I mentioned Lot. And, you know, the conventional wisdom on alcohol is that it lowers your inhibitions. And, you know, they say, like, it it doesn't change who you are. It actually reveals who you are. And having having been drunk a couple times, like really drunk. Once or twice. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever gotten to a point where I didn't recognize my family members <laughs> as being so, such. I don't yeah, even think I've gotten to the point where, yeah, anyway. So and the and Bible for, clearly says yeah, it's yeah. like the alcohol, right? That's how he's, his daughter, his daughter's seduced him so I, i'm calling bullshit on that i i don't i yeah. think yeah once again he was he was like they're trying to frame it like he was the passive agent here but that wasn't possible for women within their context right he had to have been the active agent in the way that they understood it Oof. which mm-hmm. is super fascinating to me right because it's like there was only one party in sex and it was the party with the dick <laughs> So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, the the technicality there also confuses me. I'm like, if you're actually blackout drunk, how are you going to keep your dick hard? Yeah, like it's when you get that drunk, like that Questions. becomes a problem. Like that, be, yeah. you know, so it's. Yeah. If you're so drunk, you don't remember like. Mm, oh, OK. Yeah. Again, yeah, calling I, bullshit. Yeah. The Bible uses alcohol and veils as a big crutch. Yeah. I mean, again, it's as, as, as someone who has been blackout drunk more times than I care to admit, it's, yeah, no. But also the alcohol content was so low yeah, it was back basically then. It was juice. different. It was what they mm-hmm. well, the, well, then Lot did that to his juice. daughters as a fully conscious agent, and that's a right. problem. Like, yeah, yes. Like, this, is my, this is my official position. I don't know if this is the uh, editorial position, but it is absolutely my position. I'm going I'm to say, yeah, Lot yeah. used alcohol to blame his bad behavior. Um, and, yeah. and, and yeah. blamed his daughters as well. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, that the, that was his official story, but my official story is that that's bullshit. So yeah, the, the, I mean, hard kidding investigative coverage here, folks. We like, debunked it. Clearly. We've debunked we debunked Mythbusters, Mythbusters. Like, <laughs> I mean, never mind that he already offered <gasps> his daughters up to the violent strangers, you know, just. Shortly before the, I mean, there's uh-huh. there's a lot of things. Also, a lot of red flags here. So he really was protective of his daughters. I think we can all agree that Lot really He's was like invested Trump. in protecting like, his daughters. Look, look at my hot daughter. <laughs> the only thing that's keeping me from marrying her yeah. is the fact that she's my daughter. Like, well, uh, that in like, this bottle of wine. That's weird. <laughs> nope. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, grape juice. <laughs> this bottle of grape juice. Oh man. Oh brutal. Uh, Such a yikes. brutal takedown. Yeah. So of of both Donald Trump. Yeah, I and heard he doesn't drink, Lott, so maybe that's a good uh-huh. thing. Wow. It's a kids. twofer. It's a good thing for all of us. I think that, no, maybe yeah. it might straighten him out. Yeah. Um <sighs> that that brain on drugs, no thanks. <laughs> What do you guys think? Oh man, he probably he probably doesn't he probably doesn't drink because he doesn't want anyone any man to come and try Ooh. to treat him the way he treats women. Yeah, fair. very fair. So yeah, kind of gross, and yeah, uh, yeah uh, we're not going to use alcohol uh, as a um, excuse for bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely get get a Lyft or an Uber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take your ass home. Sober up. Yep. What else y'all got? <laughs> All right, so I, this again, like we're like, well, let's just go into Song of Songs. Yeah, let's do it. Cue the sexy music. Yeah. Okay, because. 
Like the, the sound George of goats Michael descending a hill. It's like I was just like thinking the, of like a harp. <laughs> Seems more wholesome than sexy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's like the scene from Lord of the Rings where Gandalf goes over the hill and rides down like all the horses. And oh yeah, uh huh. It's probably the horniest scene to a Bible character. The um, horniest scene. Oh my god, all those horses. Um, yeah, so again, like it's it is Son one of the of few songs. like I'm going to call it a somewhat positive mm-hmm. depiction for, of sex in the Bible. For the Bible, it's extremely positive. Yeah, it's extremely so, sex positive. Yes. Yeah. So, because again, like the woman is somewhat has a certain amount of agency, wants there to seems, participate, and there seems to be a certain yeah. amount of mutual and pleasure and mutual delight. Yeah. They are not married, to be clear. Like mm-hmm. it might not even be about just one couple, but like it, you know, like I don't, I don't see. Here's the thing: like when I say they weren't married, there's a lot of like theobros that come to the chat, like yes, they were, and I'm like, how do you know? Like, well, because they were having sex. Like that's basically the substance of their argument. It's like no, they both of them look forward to being married in the fucking book. Like it's anyway. So I'm not even gonna bother defending that. Like so, it's. It's it's one of those books that in some ways, like, while I do think it's good that it's there, it's funny that it's one, like, not really, it's avoided for the most part, generally. It's because it is a little bit weird. I mean, breast like fawns, not for me. You guys. Yeah. I have to stop this entire conversation right now. Okay, go for it. I'm so sorry. So the last Bible I bought was the ESV. So I was called the extra sexist version. Didn't realize this. So there's little headers in Song of Solomon. All of them do not read. Say his bride. Really? All of them. So it is. Yeah. In the first Bible. header is the bride. Can the bride? God damn it, Scott! <laughs> shut up. <laughs> the bride confesses her love. Solomon and his pride delight in each other. Solomon admires his bride's beauty. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah, this is a, I mean, they intentionally wrote this to like reinforce gender norms. Like that's why this particular mm-hmm. version of the Bible exists. Which I didn't really know when I bought it, but this is like super manipulative. Mm-hmm. Cause like from the jump, like from chapter one, verse one, it says his bride, but the book, like the actual text does not say that again. Cause the word bride isn't in the Bible. I only read the King James, um, so I, I don't I don't count that. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. I also think it's interesting. Like, there's there's an interesting thing that goes on with this book. Like, I'll I'll point out Song of Solomon seven two, just so we get. Uh, so <sighs> the New International Version, yeah, translates it thusly: Your navel is a rounded goblet that never lacks blended wine. Your waist is a mound of wheat encircled by lilies. Like, waist, he's so hot. (laughs) Um, But here's the thing, like, and and like King James Version translates it waist. King James Bible, which is a different version of the King James, like, there's a couple different King James versions, like, all, like, belly, waist, all these things, okay? Like, the actual translation of what it should be is between your thighs lies a mound of wheat bordered with that lilies. Makes more sense. Like I know a exactly what of, they're talking about now. A mound of wheat. Okay. Like, interesting. Like it but it's just it's interesting that like our English translations a lot of them tend to like mm, he's talking about her belly. Like Close. like no, he's not talking about her belly. They're not married like, yet, so he doesn't even like, know if she has a vagina. It's true. Technically. This is it's, it's Barbie down there. Like, <laughs> you know. Um so it's it's just it's interesting like the ways that our English translations either by putting headers that like say bride or whatever or mm-hmm. by just like occluding the like more sexual imagery make this less explicit than what yeah. it actually is. Mm-hmm. Which is why I propose it should be banned from all schools and people should not be able to buy it for their children until they turn 18. Hmm. Graphic it's depictions of sex pornography. and sexuality. Yep. <laughs> Which is porn. What, kids aren't going to know <laughs> what wheat is. I like to point out that p- people weren't so afraid That's of gluten true. back in That's the day. True. They're so not. Shout out to that. 
A I mound mean, wheat of was, wheat. Oh. Wheat was the best way to get calories. I mean, other than like like in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, cost, your investment. Yeah. Although, I mean, pr- when people were domesticating animals before that, it was probably easier to just go hunt something because that was <laughs> the only thing they did. They weren't planting fields. <laughs> I think I kind of misspoke, though. I said the Bible doesn't have the word bride. What I meant to say was the Bible doesn't have the word wife. Oh, right. Hmm. Bridegroom. There's marriages obviously depicted in the Bible. Yes, exactly. That's right. Screwed that up a little bit. We still don't believe any of it anyway. I was with you. (laughs) Yeah. This isn't a good manual for life, regardless of whether or not. Great. Sorry, now you just ruined the Bible for me. (laughs) The point still stands. Thanks a lot. Oh, (laughs) man. Sorry. You know, Justin, I'm reading your so, verse about man. the does. Yeah. The young breasts are like two young mm-hmm. does that are twins. So twins. And which and which feed mm-hmm. among they the lilies. Like kind of well, extra step there. Like, is that that's a good thing, feeding among the, the lilies, is it? Feeding among the lilies, but I thought the lilies was the, so the vagina. Like the breasts I, are like, feeding among I, the vagina. <laughs> and then I need a diagram. <laughs> This is why you can't use. This is why you cannot. This would be like the fucking angel. It'd be like the. I mean, they didn't like have the bras back angel. then, so I guess. <laughs> I, for a young, okay, know, we won't go there. Oh yeah. my gosh! I want to, but okay. We, See, this is why the ADHD slash autistic maybe brain can't mm-hmm. know. Like, can't. <laughs> nope. Nope. There's just there's too right, many I things wanna, to know. I love that it says. Oh my gosh, these are so ridiculous. It's like your lips yeah. are like a scarlet thread. So you're saying she doesn't have lips is kind of what I'm hearing here. <laughs> Just Which a little wine. People get that. People plump up their <laughs> lips now. My lover does not have a lot of lips. <laughs> Beauty standards have changed. Uh, mm, yeah. Fair. Yes, they have. Which is, you know, I don't know if that's for... Tori, have you lips. ever said to a man, know. come blow upon my garden that the spices thereof may flow out? I have actually, but it was in a very specific context that I can't talk about here oh, for legal mm-hmm. reasons. So that, <laughs> that totally destroy, destroys my theory. So maybe that does work. Oh my gosh. But, I mean, but again, like depending on, I mean, that could be kind of hot, you know? So yeah, I get it. Could be. And, and again, like, hey, kudos, a biblical man going down there. Like that's, that's a big step. So, oh my gosh, we need to talk about this more. The Bible says yeah. that you're supposed to go it's in down the Bible. It's very clear. That's true. I mean, it's it's biblical. It's very clear. The bros are going to be real sad when they hear. I this. bet that's when the Theo bros are like, "Well, that's unmarried sex." But you know, the next <laughs> sentence is is a tough one because my beloved put his head by the hole of the door, and my bowels were moved for him. So uh, I don't even want to consider what. What the implications are there at the hole of the door? And, like, and why do what? doors have holes in them? I mean, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. fine with the butt all, all, stuff. All but love like... for the butt stuff, but the yeah. bowels moving—that <laughs> doesn't the... sound like a, a sexy time. <laughs> no, probably not. It was probably why I mean, he stuck his head out the door so he didn't, so he could get some fresh air. You get know? some fresh air. Yeah, <laughs> the aromatics. Yeah. Um, trying to have an open mind, but yeah, I think. Well, I will say, like in biblical imagery, like getting moved in the the bowels or the belly, that's just strong emotions oh, necessarily. Okay. It's not. I mean, but hey, like I mean, but hey, you know, sometimes during sexy yeah. times, yeah, yeah. like you got to. I a love what break. you're doing, I, but you know, uh, I get I'll be that. Right back. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. But... And I appreciate that. That's in the Bible it's too. It's keeping it real. Yes, I, I can. Re- yeah. We can relate to this. It is. Yes, <laughs> he gets us. <laughs> That should be the commercial. <laughs> Sometimes you have to shit Jesus, during wait, sex. Hold on. Jesus understands. <laughs> Things Jesus like, would know. <laughs> Things Jesus would know. I feel like we could spend like three hours oh, on this man. crazy book. Yeah. Um, how I feel like never, so too. How come we've never done that? We've we've talked briefly about it, but yeah, we haven't really done a, a deep Scott, dive. you have to come back. I'll be the, I'll be the song of yeah. scholar. Song and then we'll of do a deep dive on Song of Songs. Yeah. Scholar, yeah. Anything else that we want um, before we wrap it up? To no, I think we've disturbed everyone pretty sexy pretty times well. of the Bible. After, after content warning everyone? was such a positive yeah. experience to to suddenly yes. hit this, just uh, went and ruined it hmm. for everybody. And then we then we, we we went here. So Judges sixteen. Yeah, go for it. This is like my favorite. Samson went to Gaza, and there he saw a sex worker, and he went into her. It's the only normal thing that Samson ever does. 
in the entire fucking book. He's like sticking bees and lions and like tearing goats up. As one does. Um, So (laughs) I'm like, as one does. Exactly. So for me, leaving his wife and marrying some other person and then getting mad when his first wife got sold off by her dad to someone else. This is literally the only normal thing that Samson does the entire time. So I'm like, yes, Samson being a normal dude. For one normal dude. one night, <laughs> I also think I also think it's quite normal that uh, she cuts his hair and he flips out because he's so vain and so his whole all his strength <laughs> is gone. Right, so that's that's some male fragility right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't mess with I'm the not hair a man anymore. I'm not a man, you emasculated me. Yeah, so I think we've learned a lot today. I, I yeah, we have learned a lot. So about the Bible, about each other. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to look you all in so the eyes things. anymore. So many things. Because <laughs> we've no, never had no, weird no, conversations no, never. like this before. Yes, so. Not at all. Never. <laughs> never. And the hundred and some odd episodes, Tori have never Tori and no, I have never gotten no, an awkward. That's what I love about this podcast. Where we and, giggled our way out of it. Listen, the the Bible is awkward. You just have to yeah, embrace it. You just us. do. Yep. There's some awkward shit in there. <laughs> Um, cause he, cause he gets us. Like, I'm canceling both of you immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're going to be giggling at content warning and, and then we're just gonna be like, he gets, it's, he gets yeah. us. Like, he gets us off. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Just Lazy asshole. So, Doing nothing. Slaying on the bottom. Being very <laughs> inactive. Son of man came to be served. <laughs> <laughs> to serve, not to be served. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah. But again, we, we've decided Jesus didn't have a dick to begin with. So True. Yeah. Which All is right. fine. So, and on that note, um, I think we're, we're going to wrap this one up, tie it off. <laughs> Put it in the trash. I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> we're pulling out. So... Uh, yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in uh, for this. Uh, it's a very fun episode, and thank you for making my dream as well. come and, um, true. With y'all yeah. on this podcast, yeah, it was. Mm, this was yay. a delight. It, it was our dream come true as well. You don't have so, to say that. Um, yeah, check out Chapel Probation when after you've finished after you've given this episode five stars. Go check out Chapel Probation and mm, yes. uh, give it five stars as well. Thanks everybody. Enjoy your week, and we'll see you next time. Corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth and this podcast is just that. Here at the Speaking in Church podcast we talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church. It's a podcast about change, it's a podcast about seeking moral high ground, and it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcast, and if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know.